Welcome to the WSPP podcast, a special program from the Wisconsin School of Professional Psychology in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm your host, Laura Prado. Join me as I interview students and staff at WSPP to get a glimpse into their incredible lives and learn more about the exciting happenings at our school. Thank you for being here. Well, Brent, thanks so much for joining me on WSPP podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited that you're here. Maybe you can start off by just telling our audience a little bit about yourself, your um, personal and professional identities. Yeah, so my name is Brent Tischer. I'm almost 30 years old. I'll be to turn 30 here in February. Um, I'm from a small town called Drawington, Wisconsin. It's kind of near Platteville, um, mm-hmm. about two and a half hours straight west from WSPP. I graduated from 20, in 2013 from University of Wisconsin-Madison. I actually graduated with a biochemistry degree. So oh, I, wow. I took a little curve around the way to uh, get to WSPP. But um, mm-hmm. then in 2018, I got my master's in school counseling. Nice. I've been doing that for two years before coming to WSPP. Wow, that's awesome. I also went to Madison. I actually graduated in 2014, so nice. a year after you. Yeah, very cool. So you did some school counseling. What kind of school were you in? So I did my internship at um, an elementary middle school and then as a high school level as well. And then the year after I did my internship, I worked at um, Loris College in Dubuque, Iowa. I did some uh, groups, some group work with some undergraduate students. Nice. And then the year after that, I worked in a high school doing some one-on-one and some groups with some autistic students as well. Wow. Very cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. So what was your, if you had to pick one thing, what was like your favorite part of doing that kind of work? Um, for sure, the individual counseling. Um, I, I just kind of love just chatting with kids and getting, just getting to know them and like how they're like, because a lot of in the school environment, it's like, okay, learn this, learn that. Like they don't mm-hmm. really get an opportunity to really um, reflect on themselves and really talk to someone who can help them with any personal problems they have or um it's, it can be really tough in the school setting as well because um we might get them for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. um, be like okay you know once a week on friday or whatever and um at the last period of the day i'll have you come in if you have, if it's someone on a more regular basis but it's like mm-hmm. it's tough to really do something in 10 minutes to really um, isolate an issue it's yeah. It's a lot of putting out fires every day, especially at the elementary level. Um, it's like, okay, oh, yeah. so-and-so beat me up on, at the playground. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I got to deal with that. But mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. getting to use um, some counseling skills I, was probably the most rewarding part. Nice. Very cool. It's so funny because I feel like we have uh, slightly similar backgrounds. I, I used to teach high school English, so I was in the school setting as well. Oh, nice. Um, so I totally understand what you're saying about the putting out fires and mm-hmm. the whole concept of expecting students to learn, but then not really helping them out with their mental health when that's a really big part of being a student. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, it's like, oh, why is this person struggling? Well, it's like, well, if you knew what's going on at home, it's like they... Right they're just in survival mode all the time. It's like, yeah. I, I don't blame one bit. And, and it's also tough though, with confidentiality of like, okay, how much can I mm-hmm. share? And like, how can we all work together as a team to really um, get mm-hmm. the services that, they, that a child might need? So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The school setting is definitely a unique, uh, mm-hmm. a unique setting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun, but also really challenging. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So why did you pivot from that to what you're doing now? What, what brought you to WSPP? So I always, 
I didn't want to call it a stepping stone, but I always knew that I was capable capable of a doctorate. Um, mm-hmm. My mother is a clinical or a counseling psychologist as well. Oh, nice. So I kind of grew up in that counseling counseling psychology background. So um, I always thought it was something I was capable of, and kind of seeing I don't want to call it the limitations of school counseling, but kind of the way you have to work. It's like okay, it's not as flexible as I'd like it to be, and I'm kind of just stuck doing this and mm-hmm. you get, you get assigned things that you're not supposed to be doing. Like, okay, you know, can you, um, babysit, babysit, I'm mm-hmm. quotation marks, my, my study hall for me quick. I'm like, well, yes. that's, not my, that's not my role, but okay. You can't really say no, especially mm-hmm. as an intern. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of working within that school structure was, I felt kind of limiting for me. And given my other backgrounds, I kind of wanted to work more in a medical or hospital mm-hmm. setting that I felt that, okay, I can get some good baseline skills in the school counseling, but mm-hmm. I think there's more a more broad um, skill set I can develop by going to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like the medical setting a lot too. Um, I don't think you're doing practicum placements yet, are you? I just, I've had two interviews so far. Oh, you have? Starting to set up at um, MCW. Nice, nice. Medical College of Wisconsin? Yep. Very cool. Very nice. Well, good luck. That's that's exciting. I've heard good things. I I wasn't placed there at all, um, but I've done some uh, medical setting kind of stuff. So yeah. What was your other interview at? Um, So I've had two there so far and I have another one at the pain practicum clinic there. Oh, so oh one nice. was for like a behavioral medicine and then another one was just for a family medicine cl- um, clinic there. So Very it's cool. like three different avenues within the medical college. Very cool. Nice. And it, they want you to start in July. So it was like one of the early ones you had to kind of get on top of. So it's like, yeah. oh, maybe if I get this, get one of these, I don't have to do any other applications yeah. on the line. So I can get that kind of nailed down, which would be nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good luck. I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. Thank you. Uh, so do you want to be working with kids or have you thought about the population you want to work with when you, yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty flexible working with anybody. Um, I have a special place in my heart for kids as well as the geriatric population. Um, oh, I've yeah. done some, I used to volunteer at a, my local manor when, um, in my hometown yeah. and I absolutely fell in love with working with that population. They just have so many life experiences and stories just to tell and you kind of just learn the pain they've had in their life and yeah. and especially transitioning with all to the, the end stage of life and kind of coming mm-hmm. to terms with the life you've lived and not having any regrets and, and especially if they've had lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. It's a very unique setting that I just kind of, you, you just really get to learn not just the problems they have, but just about the person, which I just mm-hmm. kind of really enjoyed. And then I, I, like I said, obviously working with kids, I love working with kids, but it can be frustrating sometimes working with the kids' parents. <laughs> oh um, yeah, yeah. Because like they're always just someone. It's another um, uh, link in the chain of stuff you have to mm-hmm. kind of work around. So, mm-hmm. and, and also like it's kind of nice to talk with about adult issues sometimes as yeah. well. Um, I don't know. So absolutely. Yeah, ideally, I'd probably want to work in a um, situation where I could just kind of see a variety of different patients. So, but probably more on the adult end. Gotcha. Gotcha. That is so funny, Brent, because I also have an interest in working with um, older adults. That's oh, actually nice. one of my main 
um, specialty areas right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm applying to internships. So I tried to apply to places where I could really get a good older adult population. Um, awesome. Yeah, we need we need more people to go into geriatrics yes. because I'm sure you you know that there's such a shortage of mm-hmm. just professionals all around to work with older adults. So yes, and all different levels, like especially like for um, CNAs and nurses. Yeah, there's, there's just not enough bodies to go around. It's terrible. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, that's so cool. That, that always makes me excited when I hear other people who want to be in that field too. Um, mm-hmm. aside from working at the manor, did you have any other like experiences with older adults or, um, things that you felt really influential and in pushing you in that direction? Um, and with that specific population, no, I would, um, I just, I get along with everybody. So, um, nothing besides that experience i would say drove me in that mm-hmm. direction um i've had a lot of um kind of medical issues along the way as well so kind of i'm just used to that environment mm-hmm. uh, on a personal level so kind mm-hmm. of so essentially yes um no specific experience with the geriatric population other other than just that so mm-hmm. that's very cool though and i i like that you're kind of able to take your own personal experiences too and mm-hmm. Um, do something with those. That's awesome. Mm, absolutely. Great. So why did you pick um, WSPP out of all the other places you could have gone? Yeah. So I, um, during the process, I applied to 14 schools. I really oh cast a very, very wide net. I had, <laughs> I was lucky enough to get seven interviews. Um, I applied to all um, PhD, a variety of PhD and PsyD programs mm-hmm. in Wisconsin, um, being from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. obviously. And one thing that really um, stuck out to me about WSPP is even though it's a really small school, the education is unbelievable. Um, you really get that one-on-one attention. Their attention to detail of teaching you things is mm-hmm. unparalleled. And I, I just didn't hear anything. I didn't hear any red flags pop up. It was just, mm-hmm. oh, this is awesome. And um, and when I came for my interview day and met with the students, like um, and I shared what kind of I wanted to go go into. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was pretty broad at that point, but they're like, oh, you fit in great here. And so, yeah, I just, I kind of, um, I, and I didn't, on a psychological level too, I also didn't feel like there was any resistance to coming here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's like, I just felt, I felt like a comfortable place. It felt like, I felt like it'd be a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that I've been here for a semester now, I absolutely love the decision I made. I'm very proud of it. And, um, yeah, it's been a pleasant surprise of, of I, not from a year ago, not really knowing what yeah. even was to like, oh, this place is awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah, I don't even think WSPP was on my radar until I really started um, even interviewing some places. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, there's actually a school in Wisconsin. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. How has this year been for you? Because I know, so you're in your first year mm-hmm. and typically you get to see people in person and interact with your cohort in person this year we've had a lot of virtual stuff going on because of covid mm-hmm. how has that been for you how do you feel like you've been able to adjust to that it's been it's been difficult um on it i felt like like we've kind of as a group there's nine of us and we've made mm-hmm. that connection but not as probably close as other cohorts have been like yeah. we know each other but we don't know each other at the same time um the first couple of weeks, um, I know when you interviewed my 
pure Aaliyah, um, mm-hmm. I'll echo, echo her words. Like, it was just awkward. Like, like, okay, like we see each other, but there was like, it was, it was like always like no one wanted to break the ice. So, um, yeah. but, um, when I like, we did our own kind of group chats and, um, mm-hmm. still outside of school and that kind of helped a little bit, but it still won't probably be the same until we're actually in person. Like, Oh, I see an actual living human being. Yes. I, 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 this whole year has just really taught me that how we need to we need that physical connection mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. Like, like some people, um, this is kind of like a little bit of a tangent, but um, I'm working with some auti- autistic kids, both on a family level and then a work level. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they can say, oh, you know, I have virtual friends or I have friends I talk to online. Mm-hmm. It's, fine. it's not the same. Um, it's just really not the same. And for their stuff, it might be okay. Like I'm sure they get by, but as we are social beings and we just need mm-hmm. that physical interaction with people. And, I totally agree. Yeah. And so um, it's, there's still awkward times and like we didn't talk during break and stuff. Mm. Like then now coming back, it's a little awkward again, but it's, I mean, it'll all be fine, but it's, yeah. it's it's difficult, but yeah. I think we've all adjusted as best we can. Um, and yeah. it's been, it's been nice to be like, oh, you know, we're all knowing we're all going to the same thing. It's like, okay, we're not mm-hmm. one person out of nine who's virtual right. or something like that. So like, right. okay, if, I, if my eight peers can do it, I can do it too. So that's mm-hmm. kind of been comforting to know. And yeah, and it's like, I think I, five years, four years from now, when we're all kind of finished, like, oh, this will be a really... I think in the end we'll be closer than we otherwise would have been. So yeah. we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> yeah, no, you're probably right. And you're all kind of in it together. So at least there's a little bit of comfort mm-hmm. in that. Um, yeah. Well, I can't wait for you all to actually meet in person because I do feel like it's a different vibe online versus in yeah. person. And I've been lucky enough to, I live in Brookfield and then um, I've met one of my peers, um, Oliver. We went gut and, when got lunch last fall before nice. uh, COVID got really bad. It's like, oh, it's actually nice to see an actual human being. <laughs> it's like, and we just got really nice to chat and kind of um, get to actual know the human being. Yeah. Like, okay, you get text, you know, whatever. But it's like, okay, it's just, it's very kind of, um, the conversation doesn't flow as well as it does mm-hmm. when you and I are just talking like this and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, Absolutely. when we're in class, like, okay, you got five, 10 minutes before class and maybe a couple minutes after class if you really want to, but mm-hmm. I just have an actual dialogue with other people. Yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah. Well, I'll be keeping my fingers crossed mm-hmm. for all of you. <laughs> for sure. How, how has it been for your, your cohort kind of going from like in person now to virtual? Yeah, definitely different. Um, I would agree with you. There's like a weird awkwardness that comes with being on Zoom, especially the mute button is just so easy to keep on right so sometimes you're just kind of staring at a bunch of little squares and maybe you share something in class or you you do a presentation in class and you know you you don't get the same um verbal affirmations that people might say or like the nods or the mm -hmm's that people Mm. might give you when you're actually talking in real life or in person i should say um yeah so i feel you on that it's been interesting for sure for us as well yeah yeah definitely so this is a question that I like to ask um, all of my guests. So I'm wondering what you do for self-care or what do you do outside of, you know, your psychology mm-hmm. um, kind of work? What kind of stuff do you like to do? Yeah. So um, 
I'll, I'll, segue in, I'll segue into one of them. So I was born with um, dwarfism, actually, uh, born with a kind of plagia. So I have a lot of kind of physical aches and pains. So one of the things that mm-hmm. I do not for just for mental health, but for physical health as well, I, I love to exercise. Um, mm-hmm. I just like just an hour before we, I met with you here today, um, I went on the treadmill for an hour, just kind of just, just walked and watched videos. And after I get done, I feel like a million bucks. You know, I, okay, I can, this assignment I got to do tonight, no problem. I can like, let's go. And um, I love, I'm a big golfer. I love to golf and be outside in the outdoors. Last few years, I really took up fishing. Um, I've, I, lo- um, I love to swim. I love to read books. I love to nice. just just chat with people and have conversations. And, yeah. and at the same time, I also like to have that introvert side of me as well and just kind of turn on Netflix and cozy mm-hmm. up with a good book and some hot chocolate and just kind of ref- just kind of reflect on mm-hmm. life a little bit. I think one thing in society that we don't do enough is really pay attention to our own personal needs that we mm-hmm. uh, kind of ignore sometimes, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So, like we like things that are painful to deal with. We don't always yeah. do. So I'm, I'm one of those people who um, not tries to tackle, always tackle things head on, but I don't try to neglect things that are worrisome or, or that mm-hmm. are concerning. So mm-hmm. anytime like, uh, you know, like, like yesterday, for example, I just kind of little down for whatever reason. And so I really like, okay, let's analyze it, see what's going on and mm-hmm. you know, analyze the problem, figure it out. And okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good. So just kind of really being in touch with yourself I think, is mm-hmm. kind of a good form of self-care as well, I believe. Absolutely. And it sounds like you take a very proactive approach though, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just from personal experience, like it's so much easier to tackle a problem when it's just starting versus when it's yeah. years and years down the road. It's like, oh my yeah. gosh, just that that's what they that's what they pay us for therapy. To, to, yeah. to do. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you're you're doing therapy on yourself as well. Yeah. Like I think time. part of that's come comes from living with a psychologist for twenty nine yeah. years. So. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Very cool. I like all the things you named. Um, Mm -hmm. It sounds like you take really good care of yourself. And Mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to need some of uh, that motivation to work out, Brent, because I struggle. Okay, I I do it. I'm not always have motivation for it, but I do it. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Like, like today, it's like, okay, like, oh, I get on. It's like, oh, this stinks. But like, okay, make it through 20 minutes and you're fine. And then once you're in, like, okay, I got this. It's like, like, and you end up doing more. Yeah, and my thing is always I just break it up into chunks. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's do twenty minutes, and we'll reevaluate from there. And then once you're through the first half, it's like, okay, well now I gotta finish because if I don't finish, I'll feel like a slob or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's a great um, technique to use. Yeah, and it's also um, good to, to like once you're in the habit of doing it on a regular basis, it's much easier to do like versus kind of yeah. start and stop as well. That's a very good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice for any incoming students to WSPP or just graduate students in general or people who are thinking of applying to a clinical psychology program? Like any sort of advice or tips you might have for those people? Yeah, for sure. Um, probably my biggest advice would be know what you're, know what you're going for. Like what, what's your purpose of doing this? Like do you want to like, – like everyone says, oh, I want to help people. It's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Um, like, I like working with a certain population. Well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's like, I want to 
kind of reduce su- people's suffering. And I think I have a good experience to help kind of do that. And getting mm-hmm. this degree um, allows me that opportunity to do that. Um, for like, And it's so hard sometimes too for people get this idea of like watching in media, like what a psychologist does. So, mm-hmm. oh, you know, they just give advice all day. Mm, that's not, that's not <laughs> what we do. So kind of just know, knowing your purpose of why you're kind of going into this, because it's a big commitment, both time, mm-hmm. money, resources, yeah. the whole the whole nine yards. So just really kind of um, knowing your what what the end goal is, kind of, so then mm-hmm. that kind of will set up, okay, what will be the best fit for me for the next four to five years? Yeah. And kind of what that motivation is to kind of reach your goals. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. And it makes me think of what you just said earlier about kind of um, tackling things head on and being aware of yourself. Like, it sounds like you have to have a pretty good sense of who you are and what you want in Mm. order to make a decision like this. Yeah, I think that's for for any graduate program or any big decision in life, really. Mm -hmm. Like, I I wish I was more of a person who could just kind of, um, I don't want to say live free, but just kind of lives by the seat of their pants kind of Mm -hmm. deal. And it just kind of goes with the wind. Like I can't do that. Like yeah. I'm, I'm very much a calculative kind of person. So, um, but I, th- I think anytime you have a big decision like um, this, or like any other big decisions, like um, you know, taking a new job or having mm-hmm. kids or getting a new house, yeah, really take the time to kind of evaluate all the angles and do what's best for you, your family. Like, and it means and sometimes it's okay to be selfish. It was like this is mm-hmm. the best fit for me, and not for, okay, this is where my parents want me to go, or this is where right. my spouse wants to be. It's like, like, no, this is what's going to make me happy. So then, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what matters is what's going to make you happy. And if it's, if it's if coming to the WSPP will make you happy, do it. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> great. Great advice. We can maybe end on that. Um, I think that's a great place to end. Thanks so much, Brent, for your time. I really appreciate you talking to me today. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the WSPB podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We'll be back with more episodes soon.